I'm everywhere today. <laughs> Let me pull up my notes. So, okay, here we go. So, as I said, I'm Michaela, or known to some as Kaden, and I've been here for two years. Parents, can you confirm this for me? About, about two years, okay, thanks, Mom. Um, and this place is, from my previous church, this place has just felt like home, and I joined about a few weeks ago, and being here has been amazing. Um, at my previous church, when COVID hit, we were all stuck at home, which wasn't the greatest, but it's to be safe, we had to stay at home. But the way my church went, based um, for the first couple of weeks, they did online service, and we did online youth group. But as more people started going back to the church and more people started having in-person youth group, my family was left out. Um, we actually have, we have family members who, if we met in person, we wouldn't be able to see them, which, um, for their own safety. So we kept staying at home. And eventually youth group got to the point where I was the only person online. And we then stopped having youth group. And <laughs> I'm doing fine. Um, that really hurt to m both my family and to me. <laughs> um, so coming here where there was youth group online when we needed it and having a place where we can freely talk about the LGBTQ like Scott does and talk about just stuff that at my other church we wouldn't has just been a blessing. And um, yeah, I'm going to just. Good morning, I'm Jessica Massengale, married to Sean Massengale. Kaden, you did great. Um, the only thing I was worried about was being hot today, so. <laughs> cool. Okay, I have to tell you how we came to our, this church, uh, but I have to tell you like way back in the day where we started, Sean grew up in the Catholic church. I did not grow up in church. It was 23 years ago at a senior breakfast at a church, a Baptist church in my hometown that I went and helped my friends serve breakfast to the seniors. I was a junior. Now you know my age, so that's cool. And um, I was really bored. <laughs> but my cute biology partner walked in the doors that Sunday morning, and then I kept going to church after that. Um, I stayed with the Baptist church for about 20 years, and there were a few things that I never really got on board with. Um, one of those things was that we were predestined for heaven, and only a few of us were selected for that. If that's the case, I have no idea what the point of life is, <laughs> so I just put that in a little box, and whenever those sermons would come up or those conversations, I would just kind of shove them in that box and close the lid. And then another one would be that um, men are in charge of women, so Sean and I were both raised by single moms. So that was really hard to understand. And Sean and I have been married almost 14 years and a partnership works for us. Um, we've had a pretty great marriage. So if anything, I would be more bossy if we changed things around. <laughs> There's no way I would be less <laughs> in charge of things. So we're good with the evenness. Um, so again, I would just put that in a box in my Baptist churches. And I wanna say I'm not speaking for all Baptist churches because this is recorded. I don't want anyone to think I'm bashing all Baptist churches. Um, just the ones in my experience. And then 
Um, when I met Sean, he ended up at the Baptist Church because the Catholic doors were closed at his campus at the Catholic Student Center. So he went next door to the Baptist Student Center and they were open. And I just happened to start working at that Baptist Student Center three years later. Very scandalous. Uh, but here we are 16 years later doing good. So anyway, we get married, moved to Austin. We spent years not finding a church home. It was all in the Baptist arena. Um, just not quite clicking with some things. Of course, the things that I already put in my box that I didn't want to talk about or look into. And then we moved to Oklahoma, Norman, Oklahoma. And one of the other things that I didn't ever click fully with was that being gay was a choice. I didn't know a lot of gay people that were coming out to me or living out loud for, in front of me. But when I moved to Norman, Oklahoma from Austin, I started working with three lesbians, and I was like, this is my first relationship to spend with someone every day. What is going on? And they went to church, and that blew my mind. I started, like, investigating, what church do you go to? Are they a real church? <laughs> you know, I didn't say that out loud, but I started to question, like, I didn't know that gay people went to church because my church has always said that was not okay. So... We moved to Plano, and within six months, someone I've known since they were born came out to me, and we're very close, and I finally was like, well, I've known them their entire lives, and I've thought this about them since they were two, so it can't be a choice. It can't be that black and white, so then I kind of like had the box lid opening a teeny tiny bit. <laughs> And my pastor at our former church said, if you love someone that comes out and they want to be married, you cannot go to the wedding. I wouldn't go to the wedding. And I thought, no, that's not for me. <laughs> I'm going to go to the wedding because I love him. And um, I still know someone on that staff that struggled with even going to a sibling's wedding. And that breaks my heart. And so 2020 hit. And the other thing about my experiences is that to vote Republican is the right way. And I'm not going to get deep into that, but <laughs> uh, 2016 happened, 2020 happened, and my box started really overflowing. And in the meantime, in the last 10 years, my husband has been patiently trying to open that box little by little. And I kept telling him to leave my box alone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, I, would, I listened to him, but I wouldn't really have deep discussions. I definitely wasn't going to listen to a sermon by a woman. <laughs> and he was watching, what was her name that was here before Scott? He was watching Blair on YouTube. And I was like, oh, female pastor. <laughs> I was really having a hard time. But 2020 hit. Um, our church did close down, and they did go back pretty quickly. I think in the summer of 2020, they were already back. We didn't go back. But it became like... I can finally step away from this circle and choose something else and feel a little less guilty because we still have a lot of distance between us. And so I finally started, I think, summer 2021 saying, okay, I'll try that one church that you keep talking about that's very open and loving, <laughs> which seems so ridiculous to say that I was nervous about that. Um, but we have two children. I was teaching uh, the little children at our old church. That's the only reason I signed the Baptist agreement. You have to sign a membership saying you believe certain things. And even though there were certain things on there that I didn't agree with, I wanted to teach. <laughs> so 
I did it, but then our kids, I started to wonder, what do I want them to know I teach them in the church? Will I fill up a box for them? Or will I not fill up a box for them? They'll probably have their own box, but hopefully I won't be part of that filling up of the box that they want to shut. And anyway, so we came here. We love it. Our kids are learning very important things about people that don't look like them, that don't live like them. Um, we've also chosen to do that in our school as well. So we're trying to make it a roundabout thing, uh, but just being able to see someone come up there with their family as two married men with their child and be a member of a church <laughs> was like the best day of my life. So anyway, have a great day. <laughs> a little bit. Can anybody hear me? Okay. Hi guys, my name's Andy Brink. Uh, I'm an attorney here in, I, we live in Plano. I am the husband of a beautiful wife who lost her voice last night, Catherine. And uh, we have two kids, Bonnie who is five and AJ who is three, who are safely quarantined in another room somewhere else right now. Um, Pastor Maggie asked me to speak and when she initially approached me, I remember there were a lot of different things I was thinking about, ways I could take this talk about my journey, my wife's journey, but it felt appropriate because Pastor Maggie asked and because of the tenor of, of, this, of the sermon today or the, the message that we have that I wanted to talk about how AUMC family ministry has really impacted our lives. Um, a little bit about us, we joined about two or three months ago, babe, two, three months ago. We've been coming for about a year and uh, like a lot of people, we found out about it in the pumpkin patch. And um, yeah, they donated to the Navajo Nation and that was something that we really resonated with. And so, um, yeah, we've been coming here. It's our new home, we love it and our kids love it. And I'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, in honor of being, a, uh, or in honor of Pastor Scott, I got a three point sermon to give you today. So it's, it's three points, real easy. Past, present, and future. The past, I wanna talk about what me and my wife have learned being parents in the last five and a half years, the present, how AUMC family ministry has changed our life, and the future is what we have to look forward to as being members here. And I hope that anybody who is out there on the fence or online on the fence about getting more involved with AUMC family ministries will hear what I have to say and, and, and resonate with that. So the past, what have me and my wife learned in five years? Uh, we've learned that raising kids is really, really hard. And uh, we've learned that raising kids is really, really rewarding too, so you can't say one without the other. But um, there's no book you can read. I tried to read all the books. Um, I did not grow up in a big extended family with babies crawling around at my ankles, so I didn't really know what I was getting into when I had kids. Uh, but lucky for me, I picked someone to partner with who is rock solid. And um, you know, it can be, it's so, it's so weird to me, because we've lived in two big cities so far, Houston and Dallas, and it's so weird to me how you can be all, like you can be in a big city surrounded by thousands if not millions of people and still be really lonely raising your kids. It's, it's really hard sometimes to fight that loneliness. And there are a couple reasons why I think people are lonely or why I've been lonely. You think you're the only one going through all these struggles. You think you're the only one. Um, every year that passes you get older and you think maybe I should have it figured out by the time I'm 36, 37, 38. You know, for the first time in your life, real people are depending on you for their survival, and that's a heavy load to bear. And hey, two parents working, that's hard logistically to make things work when you have multiple kids. 
And in fact, that was the reason we moved about two and a half years ago from Houston to Dallas to be closer to my wife's family. Um, so anyway, we moved up here to Dallas and we were near family and we still felt like something was missing in our lives. And that's no disrespect to our family either side, but we knew we needed something else. And so we kind of embarked on this search to look for what we could find to fill that void in our lives. That's the past. That's what we've learned in our five and a half years. The present is what we're doing here at AUMC with the family ministry. And I, I like to joke, me and my wife like to joke that we've bought into the whole thing. We're, we're the plus app subscribers. We like, we the whole enchilada. We, we, go to, we go to Sunday school here. We found a wonderful Sunday school called Room 2. Um, my son went to day school here. My wife goes to the all moms group every couple weeks. Um, when I'm not sleep training my son, I go to the guys night out. Um, and now we even volunteer in the kids department. So we are, we are official members of the church. Um, but what's, what, 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 why I say all that is there is something here at AUMC for every person. And that was, um, let's just say this is unique for what we've experienced. Like there is something for wives, husbands, dads, mothers, um, young children. And so we've experienced just this whole um, synergy of, of, of ways of being with AUMC. And we've really felt the benefit of that as we've delve deeper into where we can go. And we haven't even scratched the surface, Scott, of, of things to do here. We haven't even done the Enneagram yet, babe, have we? We haven't done that. <laughs> so we, the, the, the past was what we've learned in our five and a half years. The present is what we're learning here at AUMC. And I wanted to, I wanted to say that AUMC Family Ministries has given us something to hold on to and look forward to. And that is something that's invisible and you can't feel or touch, but it's real. And uh, that's important to us, and that's why I wanted to share that. And the last thing I'll talk about is the future, of course, and that is how and who we want to raise our kids. And I chose those words on purpose uh, because how we want to raise our kids, how do I follow the, the two people in front of me? Like um, being an affirming church is important. Gender and sexuality are important parts of our lives, and we're on the right side of history with this one. And, um, and I also just love... Uh, when the pastor Maggie does, we love you so much. Like that, that's a placeholder that my kids are going to, but that's not even a joke. Like that's a, that's my kids are going to learn that in, 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 through repetition and come to understand that that means something. Um, I also love, I was, uh, I had good parents, but I also had good role models, like good basketball coaches and teachers. And there are role models here from the pastoral staff to the people who work in the back with the kids. Uh, there are role models here for all of us, uh, for me and for my kids too. So it is just this, I, I just, I, I'm overwhelmed by how whole we feel when we come here every Sunday. And um, it's a great place to be. And, uh, and, and there's, all this, there's all this new self-help literature about finding your tribe and all this. And... Um, Never thought I would find it in an old-fashioned church, you know, like a, you know, an old-fashioned religion, but me and my wife have. So the past is we've learned that raising kids is hard, but luckily for us, there's a present, which is AUMC's family ministry and what that gives us to look forward to, and the future is the hope that we have to raise our kids. And the last thing, too, is it's really hard to pick things, to choose a way to raise your children, but we feel so comfortable that we're around the right people. We wanted them, finally, last thing I'll say, we wanted them around people who are different who experience life differently, who look differently, who make different amounts of money, who 
root for different sports teams who think differently about sexuality and God and things that they're going to learn about as they get older. And so we, me and my wife, I speak for both of us, we could not be more happy to be here. So thank you for letting me talk. And, and if anyone is out there on the fence about getting involved in the family ministry, please come talk to me and I'll, I'll convince you on that. <laughs>